Well, 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 thank you, Jungle Jim, for that wonderful, wonderful musical introduction. You just set the tone, the way he pounds those keys on that synthesizer. What a what a talented musical director we have sitting over there in the corner behind his synthesizer, bopping up and down with his pint glass, just waiting for tips. I got a tip. Where's some sunscreen, pal? It is sunny out. We're in the middle of the summer. Yeah, I know. Load it up, Jim. You are... You are burnt, baby, burnt, baby, because that's because you were cruising up and down the mighty Seneca River. Hi, this is Jim Marr. This is Failing Up, recording this episode from the basement studio in the bowels of the building located on the shores of the mighty Seneca River flowing north all the way up to the great Lake of Ontario. Beautiful great Lake of Ontario. Look at it on a map sometime. It's just a big darn old lake. You make a right, you're going to go past 1,000 islands full of boats and recreational boats and vacationers and all kinds of stuff going on this time of year. You're also going to see a freighter coming up and down the St. Lawrence Seaway. You're going to go past all of that. You're going to go past 1,000 islands, beautiful buildings and a lot of history. And then you're going to pop right out into the Atlantic Ocean and get all the way around the world, just like my voice is right now. If you make a left, you're going to find yourself heading right over to Buffalo, New York, and right to Niagara Falls. Boop, off you go over the falls, into the bottom of the falls. Maybe you'll land on the Maid of the Mist. If not, you're going to find yourself heading towards Lake Erie, that great lake on the shores of Cleveland, Ohio. If you don't make it to Buffalo and you go a little bit north, you're going to go to that great city of Toronto, Canada. Oh, man, what a, what a hopping place Toronto is. Can't go wrong. All on the shores of the Great Lake of Ontario. Really phenomenal, fed by the Seneca River that goes into the Oswego River that goes into the lake. Really, really, really amazing. So this is Tim Marr, this Jungle Jim over in the corner. Jungle Jim is busy over there right now. That's right, he's uh, cleaning off his sneakers. They got a little grass stain today. What do you got, some sneaker? You got some sneaker cleaner? That's good, yeah. Yeah. Why, why do you wear sunglasses in this bowel in the studio in the Bay? I don't, I don't know why you wear sunglasses in here, but you look pretty gosh darn cool. That's right. We're, so you got uh, Tim Marr filling up with Jungle Jim in the middle of the summer, the dog days of summer. And uh, a lot, lots going on. Oh, my goodness gracious. So much going on. Oh, my God. Wimbledon. Wimbledon just ended. Not Wimbledon, but Wimbledon. That's right. I don't know how they play tennis on grass, and by the time they get to the finals, you know that it's just like grass and dirt. So it's pretty, uh, it's pretty amazing that they slide around and play tennis on grass. But Wimbledon, that's kind of like the the Masters of tennis. Wimbledon, that's all over now. Baseball season rocking and rolling. So if you want to check it out, Yankees playing the Red Sox and the greatest rival, athletic rivalry, I think of all time, and and just a lot wildfires out west. You know, uh, trees being carved out in other parts of the world and uh, glaciers melting. You know, the uh, earth, our earth is going through a change. And that got me thinking today. So stand back. For God's sake, stand back because I started to think today. That's right. Yeah. Whew, baby. I'll tell you. You get in a traffic jam and you're on a quarter tank of gas. And you don't want to think about the fact you may run out of gas in the middle of the highway when it's 91 degrees outside. You start thinking. So I started thinking a little about things. And one of the things that I was thinking about was Earth, this, this, this place Earth that we inhabit. And, uh, and it kinda, I kind of thought about it in a reverse way than I would normally think about it. I thought about, well, Earth, you know, we don't own Earth. 
you know, I mean, well, human beings, this is our planet. This is Earth. You know, it's, it's our planet. We own Earth. No, we don't. We're just another, you know, and, and I, so I'm, well, the car's idling and the gas gauge is going down. I'm thinking, we're just another species here on Earth. We're just sharing this planet with all these other species and living creatures. Some of them that can take us out in a heartbeat. If you think you own Earth, then walk through, walk into a pack of lions. If you think you own Earth, go swimming with an anaconda. But but we all share this planet. I start thinking it's pretty wild. And then I thought to myself, as the gas gauge was going down a little bit more, I thought Earth is really, you know, we are part of. We're, we're like. We're like parasites on Earth. We're, we're you know, we're kind of Earth is this. If you look at it, man, you think I was, you think I was having some cannabis, not pot, but cannabis. But I wouldn't do that because the commercial says, "Do not smoke cannabis in a car." So I do not have my cannabis in the car. Actually, I don't smoke cannabis at all. Cannabis. But anyway, um, so I started thinking to myself, and then I started thinking aloud because they had no one to talk to. But Earth, Earth. This, this place that we live in is really um, in the scheme of things, in the, in the big picture of the universe, Earth is a life form. You know, as you get bigger and bigger and bigger, Earth is life. Earth is life. Earth is a living, breathing entity. So if you, you know, I thought about the planet Earth, it's a living, breathing entity. And you just kind of, I kind of forget about that. You know, that Earth is you know, it has oxygen, it has water, it's it's 90% water, just like we are. And it and it needs to be taken care of, just like you're supposed to take care of yourself. You have to watch your diet, you have to wear your sunscreen, you have to exercise a little bit. Earth is like that too. Earth is life. And we're just one of these little inhabitants on Earth. You know, we have all the other animals that live on Earth, all those that came before us, but all those currently, you know, from a mosquito to an elephant, and we're in there. We just happen to be the ones who we think we're the most intelligent. We think we're the most intelligent because, well, we're, we're the most intelligent because we can communicate. But you know what? That's not true because all animals can communicate. We feel we're the most intelligent because we can, like, invent shit. Well, animals, all animals make things up. And some of the stuff that we invent, we invent things that really aren't that good for Earth. You know, we, we've invented stuff that's really convenient to us, and it makes our lives really comfortable, and it makes, it makes our lives a lot more bearable. Our lives, our lives, our residents on this planet, our lives. But it's not good for the planet. So in all our wisdom, you know, all these creature comforts by, you know, driving vehicles and getting around in, in cars, which is great because that's what we're used to. That's how you're used to traveling all over in cars and airplanes and boats and you know, and uh, energy through fuel and energy through fossils and coal and, uh, you know, pipelines and burning and all this stuff. Uh, you know, taking resources that we need, whether it be, you know, chopping down forests, like, you know, putting a chunk into the rainforest, which is really like the lungs of Earth. The rainforest is like Earth's lungs. Sort of like chopping out a lung to so we can, um, you know, have land and property and use that stuff. So it's, it's really incredible when you look at it from that place when you're in your traffic jam and your car's running out of gas because you're looking at it and you're thinking, man, we're like suicidal because the things we're doing to comfort ourselves at the same time we're killing the planet. But it's not a planet. It's a life form. It's our life form. 
because we're parasites and we're dependent on this place. And this is just one place in a whole outer space. And if you take a look at it moving up, that is, um, you know, we're, we're this little teeny parasite. We're this little thing crawling around, but making a huge mess, you know. The animals aren't, the other animals aren't making us. I mean, cow, cow dung does affect the atmosphere. That's proven. Um, but the other animals aren't out there making each other extinct. It's us. We're like a one species wrecking crew. You know, we've managed to cause animals to be on the verge of extinction. We've caused, you know, beautiful forests to go away, fires to happen. You know, the, we've thrown off the whole freaking balance for our own comfort, for our own benefit, but not thinking about anything else. And just assuming that Earth is like a thing, you know, Earth is like a part, Earth's like a, Earth like a big hotel. Oh, the planet's like a big hotel. But if you step back and you think the planet is living and breathing, the planet has a heartbeat, you know? And just like the human body, the planet has fissures and, and, uh, and if it's not taken care of, it gets disease, you know, and it has indigestion. We call them um, volcanoes, you know, and it has some bad joints. We call those uh, faults and earthquakes. Um, you know, sometimes your back goes out of whack. Sometimes the planet's back goes out of whack and there's a big earthquake. Um, you know, we uh, become upset to our stomach and so does the planet. That's a tsunami. Or that could be another earthquake with a little heartburn in there, you know. Uh, when we get hot, we sweat, and when the planet gets hot, it sweats. You know, and if you take away too much of our parts of our body, we're going to die, and so is this planet. You know, and if you smoke, it's bad for your lungs, and if you smoke, it's bad for the planet. And if we create things that smoke, it's bad for the planet. And if you drink things that are bad for you, it's going to do bad things to you. And if you spill oil all over the place, it's going to do bad things. It's just, it's a life form. It's like a, it's like a life form. And we're like, we're like the shingles on the place. We're like shingles with steroids on earth. That's we're like shingles with steroids. But you always say, Oh, I see my world. Oh my God. I got, I got a new car. Oh boy. I baby flies, burn rubber, burn rubber. Where's that rubber going? I, and believe me, I'm not a Ralph Nader guy, but this just kind of popped in my head as the gas gauge was going down. And I thought, Earth is life. Earth is like a dog. And if Earth was a dog, we would be the fleas on the dog. We are single-handedly the fleas on this dog. We're giving the dog a rash. We're causing the dog discomfort. We're probably, you know, in some cases, we can even provide ringworm to the dog. We can open up uh, avenues for other diseases. We're like we're like the filthy, dirty fleas on a dog, and the dog is the life form. You know, and we're chewing away its fur, and we're overheating it so it can't uh, get up and function, and we're clawing into its skin, just like you know we we dig into the earth, we dig in there all the time, mining for stuff. You know, just destroying land, just ripping it apart, strip mining. But it's but you think about it you think about you you think of that plant you think of that beautiful picture taken by Apollo eight, the Earthrise. The first time, the planet Earth was fully photographed, fully photographed from a perspective, uh, from outer space, from that perspective. The first time the full planet was photographed up until that point, 
you know, they were orbiting the Earth, so you, you had photographs, you know, of looking down. But this was the first time the entire planet was in a picture. The entire planet. And you looked at that blue marble, that beautiful blue marble, and you thought to yourself, wow, that is just stunning. That is just beautiful. Earth, there in space in that darkness, this beautiful, colorful. And from that perspective, you can't tell that there's a bazillion people down there polluting and chopping things up and, you know, just throwing stuff in the ocean. And you can't see that from there, but you see that beautiful blue ocean. Oh, my goodness gracious. And the, you know, the cloud patterns. You can't tell that, that you know, we're polluting the air and we're going to wreck that atmosphere. You know, imagine that planet dying, dying. Man, just another cold rock or hot rock floating around space. But it's not. Earth is alive and we're its inhabitants with many other. And there's a balance. And I'm not an environmentalist and I'm certainly not a scientist. But as my car was running out of gas, it just popped in my head. If Earth was a dog, we'd be these nasty fleas. And you'd have to get a flea collar to get us off that dog so the dog wouldn't scratch its skin raw. So the dog wouldn't get something by scratching its skin raw. What's our flea collar? Because someday this dog that we live on is going to just go raw. This dog we live on is going to suffer the ultimate con. Then we're screwed. You know, then we're screwed. But we are not the ultimate life form. We're part of many life forms. That's what kind of hit me as the gas gauge was going down. We're part of many life forms. And then they all come together, boom, 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 and there's Earth. It all comes together, and boom, there's Earth. There it is, boom, Earth, boom, 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 boom. And the funny thing is, Earth doesn't need us. You know, Earth doesn't need us. Earth doesn't need the Internet. Earth doesn't need Mustangs or Ferraris. Earth doesn't need gyms and concerts. Earth doesn't need any of that stuff. All Earth really needs, all Earth needs Earth itself is its trees, is its water, is its clean air, and its atmosphere. That's all. That's what Earth lives on. That's what Earth lives on. Now, the rest of us that inhabit Earth, we live on other things. And some of us live way, you know, over the top, and we do things. And sometimes we kill things just for sport, which I can't figure that out anyways. But Earth doesn't need us. We're not, we're not adding to Earth. We're not adding to, we're not helping Earth in any way. We're destroying it. We're killing this life form. You know, we're the nicotine of the planet. We're the tar and the nicotine. Yeah, we're not even filtered, man. We're just the tar and the nicotine unfiltered. Is that wild? Earth doesn't need us to live. Earth is fine without us. Earth could cruise along for eternity without any of us here. Be just fine. Probably last a lot longer. Just fine. Doesn't need, doesn't need Earth. I don't need you. Got its oceans, be cleaner, clean air, the trees would grow back, the ground would heal, the planet would breathe normally. Fine. It'd be great. Think about that. We need Earth. Earth doesn't, and Earth is kind of thinking, what, what am I doing with these fleas on me, you know? What am I doing with these fleas all over me? Look at that jungle gym, huh? We're a couple fleas. Yeah, yeah, you're over there. Yeah. <laughs> I know, I know. It's fascinating stuff. It's fascinating stuff. And I, I see a crank in your hands. I see a crack in your knuckles. I know what you're going to do. You're cracking those knuckles. That's right. You're cracking them. 
you're another flea, you and I on this planet, Earth is alive. Hey, Earth doesn't need us, Jungle Jim. We need Earth. That's right. But right now, we need you. Here you go, Jungle Jim. I hear you playing. This is failing up. Bye-bye.